2: Today's episode is brought to you by We Love You and So Can You. It's a new podcast that's part reality show and part self-love school. Two of my fave genres. If you know the podcast by the book, then you're going to love this one. It's hosted by the same people, Kristen Meinzer and Jalenta Greenberg. On We Love You and So Can You, Kristen and Jalenta send listeners on their own self-help journeys and help them make over a big part of their life like jumping back into the dating world or starting a new career. You'll have fun, you'll laugh, and if you're like me, maybe you'll cry too, all the time. So you can listen to We Love You and So Can You in your podcast app right now. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. I'm here in the studio, as always, with my producer Barry Finkel. Hi Mary.
0: Hey man. I'm just about to uh, unzip my pants a little bit just let let myself go a little bit because these pants are tight when I sit.
2: Good, my pants are roomy
0: ooh I
2: feel like I my shorts look like a uh, mom from like the 90s Ugh,
0: as it should be though
2: where it's like it would be around your waist, but then the bottom of it would like flare out like mm-hmm. a parachute
0: You could basically fly away
2: I could and I will
0: no. We have a podcast to do. They can
2: use my shorts in the gym classes, so all the, all the children <laughs> will take a part of them. In
0: and hide in your pants? Maybe <laughs> not the best metaphor to use. Moving right along. All
2: right. We're going to start things off, as always, with Worst Things First, where I talk about the worst news of the week. After that, we are diving deep into a grain bowl with leafy greens and probably some goddamn chia seeds sprinkled on top, because we are complaining about super healthy food. And while you can't make me eat it, mom. And finally, we've got Jordan Carlos in the studio. Jordan is a stand up comedian, writer, actor. You've seen him on The Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore and the Striking Vipers episode of Black Mirror. He also hosts the amazing podcast, Adulting, with former guest complainer, personal fave Michelle Bateau. It's great. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's grab our protein shakes and start the show. All right. Worst things first. The worst news of the week first. A medical journal. Ever heard of it? What was that? <laughs> it's where they study. Oh, medicines. And other, and other herbs.
0: And they write in their diary every night.
2: Perhaps a surgery. Yeah. I don't know if you know, medical journals are just uh, doctors' journal entries, just their diaries. Yeah. They write to one another about one another. Wow. That's what Grey's Anatomy is based on. It's
0: basically a burn book.
2: Anyway, a medical journal reported that the case of a 72 year old British man. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> My impersonation of an elderly British man. Um, he had minor surgery. He gets discharged. He goes home, and then later he has to go back to the emergency room because he was having trouble swallowing. <laughs> Been there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> also, he was coughing up blood, and <laughs> they, they did an X ray, and they were like, "Oh, you just have pneumonia." So they would se- they sent him home with some steroids. Um, Not yeah.
0: steroids. 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 To steer him in the right direction.
2: Steer, like a a deer, steer, Mm. a male deer.
0: Super strong. I don't think that's what it is. Nope, it's steroids.
2: So they sent him back home with with some steroids. Then he goes back, because the problem doesn't go away, he goes back for another x-ray, because the problem, nevertheless... She persisted. (laughs) It had been eight days since his first surgery. Turns out he swallowed his fucking dentures. Oh Oh my God. Oh my God. And no one was like, hey, maybe you swallowed your fucking teeth that you put in every day and haven't for the past eight days.
0: Wait, I complain about swallowing pills. Like swallowing my, my vitamin supplements. I can like barely get that down. Dentures? A whole dentures?
2: Yeah. Where, entire de- a where metal, did he metal think his plate? teeth
0: were? I don't, I guess, I mean, he's an Does old Does he have a British replacement
2: man. teeth? <laughs> From the sound of it, because it said it's a metal plate and like three or four false teeth. So okay, I'm guessing okay. it's one of those Dentures. Just a couple. It's not like right. the whole row. It fills in the gaps. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, I guess he just thought like it got misplaced. Yeah. And then like forgot that he had them in when he went into surgery.
0: Next time I lose something, I'll just make sure to look in my throat.
2: Yeah. Basically they quoted this one um anesthesiologist.
0: Good job.
2: And uh yeah, she was like, Sometimes when we shove the tube down there, it brings some stuff with it. <laughs> Like, their fucking teeth. (laughs) Maybe check if their teeth are detachable. (sighs) Yeah. I just, like, for for eight days, this old man didn't know he swallowed his fucking
0: teeth. That's what that Beatles song is about. What? Eight days of teeth. (laughs) Don't.
2: (laughs) There was one time, speaking of dentures, um, <laughs> I might have said this on the pod before, when my mom literally ripped out my tooth with a wrench. No, what? <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about Debbie. Debbie likes to do things DIY. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She had a reputation as someone who was like very good at taking our teeth out when they were loose, mostly. And I got my braces in when, uh, on when I still had a couple of baby teeth. They just Same. didn't put the braces on, they it would pulled just my be like out. a bar. Yeah. Yeah. They were, mine wasn't like quite loose enough. So they were like, we just won't put a brace on that one. The wire will go across it when it comes out and your new one comes in. We'll put it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was like, Not today. <laughs> it got to a point where it was loose enough. And then she was like, I can't get a good grip on it. Go get the toolbox. <laughs> and our, we sterilized it by putting a thin Kleenex over the top.
0: <laughs> get a lighter. Put
2: it over the stove. <laughs> no, it went in my mouth. She pulled it out. Blood came gushing everywhere. And I immediately vomited everywhere, <laughs> like the bloodiest oh, my vomit. God. <laughs>
0: We don't need I'm any more still, worse things first I'm
2: still haunted by by that and I now know exactly all of I can us picture are. I can play it in my head I was standing under the fan The light was on <laughs> I, And I ran immediately to the bathroom And threw up in the sink And it was Why yeah. do
0: you always throw up in the sink? Go to the toilet Because the sink is often closer
2: By some several inches This is a small suburban home <laughs> But I still live to that day Wow Anyway, uh next. Heinz is offering to help a person who stole a bottle of ketchup from a New Jersey restaurant and then returned it later with a note that said that basically they were they wanted to give it back because the bottle had brought them nothing but bad luck after they stole it. I love that. This is the plot <laughs> of like a goosebumps book. <laughs> Just like the cursed bottle of ketchup so they stole a ketchup they said quote they wanted to do something risky
0: <laughs> this person this sounds honestly like me <laughs> like the lowest stakes yeah. thing imaginable
2: I'm gonna do something a bottle fucking of ketchup. insane you know how many bottles of ketchup my grandma has probably stolen <laughs> she's a rebel
0: she's a risk taker yeah
2: you know that's step, that's step one of like kleptomania mm-hmm. you know you
0: especially s- if they're the little ketchup bottles I mean you can't not take those
2: yeah they're adorable they're so cute I do always get, it It seems unnecessary, but it is luxurious when I get a, a tiny bottle of ketchup, like with room service. That's when I always get yeah. them, with room service. They have the tiny ketchup one, the tiny mayo one, and the tiny mustard one that Which nobody's ever opened. just like, opened.
0: already too much mustard.
2: Yeah. Like mustard, you don't even need to put it on your meal. Just like have it near it. Just like whiff it. Yeah. And you'll get it. You'll get the, the seeds. The seeds are in there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, this thief took the bottle from a New Jersey restaurant, a New Jersey restaurant too. Like that's all they have. Though, that bottle of ketchup. She ro- robbed she or he. I, I sorry, I just assumed that the criminal was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> they the person got into a car accident later and then experienced other misfortunes, unspecified. And then they returned. Oh, two bottles.
0: Well, that's wow, that's so a little greedy. Yeah,
2: now it's getting, we're getting deeper into it. This is when the, yeah, oh, you confessed to one crime and then slowly all of the rest, I bet they caused that car accident mm-hmm. and all the other misfortunes. Uh, but yeah, they brought it back with a note that said was like, uh, this is the worst thing I've ever done and that they were just trying to do something risky. But then Heinz on Twitter was like, reach out to us and we'll help you out. <laughs>
0: No, they stole your
2: ketchup.
0: I'm pretty sure that they're gonna like launch a campaign for this person to run for president.
2: They might as well.
0: If this is the worst thing this person has done, they're already more qualified than most of the people running.
2: Next, authorities said that a Humboldt County sheriff's deputy was driving down the highway, uh, answering a report for a drug overdose, when suddenly a bear just fell from the sky. <laughs> what? And caused, my dream. caused uh, he, it smashed into the hood and the oh, windshield. No, the poor baby. And then the patrol car hit an embankment, rolled onto its side, and burst into flames. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Is this God. the person who stole the ketchup bottle? Is yeah, this the car crash? It thing was we're
2: in? the bear. The bear ran away, just fucking it, <laughs> leapt. <laughs> it's raining bears. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, it must have been, it must have fallen over like an embankment or something. Oh, uh, did it, did it or survive? Jump. Yeah, it says that uh, the deputy managed to escape. Oh, I didn't care about that. Did the
0: bear survive?
2: <laughs> and don't worry, the bear also fled the scene. That was an official statement. Well,
0: if he fled the <laughs> for... scene, he could still be hurt. Well,
2: yeah, there's no way, no one's doing a, a fucking checkup on the bear. Well, they should be. He's probably fine. You know how strong bears are. They're so strong, like pretty strong. Even though there's not, I don't know, like the strongest bear in California.
0: I mean, I don't know him personally.
2: Like, oh yeah, it's a California bear. So it 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 appears strong, but deep down, it's all fake. It's all a facade. Those muscles are just for show. They're vanity muscles. Um, it also says the fire was contained to about half an acre. What? <laughs> This fucking bear. Yeah. It takes one bear, Smokey the Bear, to try to stop fires. Meanwhile, this bitch (laughs) is out here running, causing all types of mayhem and havoc. Every time I see a bear, I'm like, what? I still, it's like fucked up to me that bears are real and not just like a mythical character.
0: I always thought that we like came from bears, not from orangutans and like apes.
2: All right. That's just dumb.
0: (laughs) I was like, they just seem so much more connected. To me, Not... personally. <laughs> Not at all. I have, don't... You, have you seen the video of the bear in Russia doing a little hula hoop
2: dance? Uh, oh, you mean we the are one related? that was tortured into doing that, probably? Probably. And finally, authorities say a 56-year-old Florida man, only in Florida, <laughs> took his golf cart on a wild ride through a Walmart store terrorizing shoppers and ignoring deputies' orders to stop before crashing into a cash register. Maybe don't choose a Walmart at this point mm-hmm. in history. I, I think it's unclear to me, I might have said this before, how fast some of those motorized scooters actually are. Because mm-hmm. like it feels like a, a, a pretty slow enough vehicle for the authorities to be able to stop this man before mm-hmm. he caused too much terror and panic. But, I don't know. Some of these people, they're riding around in scooters that are just z- zipping and zooming down the street. So, sheriff's investigators were summoned to the store near Tampa, where they found the man blocking the liquor store entrance with his golf cart. Okay, now it's a golf cart?
0: It was, it was always a golf cart. I was curious why you went on this <laughs> whole thing. Why did you stop Because I, I thought maybe I was confused. <laughs> uh, it was definitely a golf cart. Why did he have a golf cart? Maybe he was trying to pick up some clubs from Walmart. Um, Police were saying because the man was
2: blocking a liquor store entrance with the golf cart, uh, demanding to speak to a manager, I guess still perched in his golf cart. uh, And then when he didn't get his way, he barreled his way into a Walmart.
0: That is the strongest can I speak with a manager stance I've ever heard of. Really?
2: Yeah. Nobody has ever asked to speak to the manager of a liquor store. They don't even have managers. (laughs) It's just like a one teen at the front. And then a bunch of liquor. Mm -hmm. Take what you you have a golf cart. Take what you want. That man is in jail now, so shout out to him. And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, I am screaming against healthy food in this world. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep tie, deep tie, deep tie, deep tie, deep tie. Deep 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 All right. Well, a loyal, unhappy hour listeners will know that I've been trying to get my life together and stop being a disgusting sack of wet Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I identify body wise. Mm-hmm. My body type is sack of wet Monopoly money. Just useless. But cute. (laughs) Yeah. Nice little pictures on it. Mm -hmm. I I want it. I want all of it. (laughs) But also no value in the real world. (laughs) But yeah, part of my effort has been cutting back on all of my delicious foods that I love, like pasta and bread and ice cream, Mm -hmm. even though we had all three of those things just the other day. We sure did.
0: It was a treat.
2: (laughs) But I I still am down this week from last week. It is an arbitrary measure
0: but a measure nonetheless.
2: Yeah, but I was not expecting it given how much I ate. Mm. Anyway, I have been eating a lot more healthy food and I'm here to say I've had enough of all of it. Every healthy food can eat my dick whole. It, how's this for healthy? And here's then and then I would take out my penis. Boom. So let's get into it here are the worst healthy foods? I should also start by saying every healthy recipe is a fucking monstrosity. okay? you you have the audacity to substitute shit that has no business being there in the first place. Gr- Greek yogurt will never be mayonnaise. Why Why does she even try? Fucking recipe websites trying to tell me to make a Greek yogurt chicken salad? Absolutely not. Never. In this house? Under this roof? No. Mayonnaise is the Mariah Carey and Greek yogurt is the Ariana Grande. And that's that. That's
0: that. I'm not going to argue it. It hurts me to hear it. I'm not going to argue it.
2: At this point, the metaphor comparing Greek yogurt to Ariana Grande has ended. (laughs) Okay. just want to be clear. Let's Mm -hmm. put a marker there because I do love Ariana. And I'm not a huge fan of just plain old Greek yogurt. I should say, actually, the thing that they most often substitute for is sour cream.
0: Also a weird food. Yeah. I also just don't get substituting. I'm like, do something new. Make something new with your life. You don't need to pretend like this is something it's not because it will never add up to the real thing.
2: Yeah, I'm. N- I'm never going to make a taco and put Greek yogurt on it.
1: No.
0: I'd
2: rather die. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no good substitute for the r- the real thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I never wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Next,
2: kale. Kale, I mean, is the quintessential healthy food. Uh, It is the stereotype superfood. But it's, you know, it has a bad reputation for a reason. And that is because it tastes like mutilated construction paper. (laughs) Like if you were making like a hula dancer out of a paper plate for like a craft project, for like a children's craft project, Mm -hmm. you'd use kale for the grass skirt. That's the perfect consistency for it. Kale has no right being as chewy as it is.
0: It, like, is an exercise for your jaw. You eat kale and it's like,
2: okay, I started chewing seven minutes ago, and somehow my mouth is more full than it was when I started this bite. So I have been eating a lot more salads, even though I'm still generally anti-salad. But the number of available leaf options is just untenable at this point. We can't keep up every every year they introduce a new leaf.
0: What's wrong with spinach? Spinach is right, well, a good flavor. It's a it's a perfect crunch to sog. I'm also
2: anti spinach. I've just I, we've been on the receiving end of a spinach campaign for like a hundred years <laughs> since fucking Popeye. You're saying
0: Popeye wouldn't get yeah. you to eat some spinach? The
2: 1920s they were like, oh look at Popeye's muscles. Uh, it's the depression. All right, he's eating spinach because that's the cheapest available food. It's the cheapest food to iron ratio. I've been eating spinach for how many years? seventy years? I've been eating spinach. Where's my muscles? Nowhere, nowhere to be found. You got me. Also, you prepare a feast for like seven hundred people. That's what it looks like, and then you put it, you put it in the <laughs> pan, and then it's like, great. Here's one single wilted leaf that comes out of it. Sick of it.
0: How do you feel about arugula?
2: I don't know her. Next! Sweet potatoes! Sweet potatoes are what I imagine ghost meat would taste like. <laughs> just a nice slice of ghost meat, just slicing it up mm-hmm. in this ghost.
0: Yeah, because sweet potatoes taste like there should be more flavor in them.
2: I will say again, this is hypocritical of me. I do enjoy a sweet potato. Nothing, again, nothing will replace the pure no. joy of of full-blown raw Um, yeah, unsheathed potato.
0: Also fry, like, french fries always going to be better than sweet potato fry. You cannot tell me different. Right. You know why I think I didn't like sweet potatoes growing up? Because my dad, when he would clean out my ears when I was a little, a little girl, would call it sweet potatoes. Yeah. Like, we're gonna We got, oh, look, you got sweet potatoes in your ears. Why would I then (laughs) want to eat a sweet potato on my plate?
2: Great. Now, every time I eat a sweet (laughs) potato, I'm going to picture earwax. Because it definitely has the same appearance and consistency. No, I do like, I think the weird thing to me about potatoes in general is whether or not you eat the skin. People are always like, oh, roughage. What the fuck is roughage? My grandma would always say that. Oh, it's good. It's got roughage. Have you heard that word? No, I
0: have no idea what that
2: means. (laughs) My grandma just made it up. I think it's just another word for, like, fiber. Yeah, I'm just upset about, like, the presence of the skin and A, calling it skin, B, eating uh, the potato skin. It's just like, why? Give it to me unskinned. Give it to me.
0: I'm a fan of the skin. I'm a fan of chicken skin, potato skin, sweet potato skin. I like skin.
2: I don't like thinking about chicken skin and the fact that people like love
0: it. I know. It really does upset me that I like it so much.
2: Next, Brussels sprouts. I learned recently that it's not Brussels sprouts. It's Brussels sprouts.
0: Yes. If, if you guys listened all the way through past the credits last episode, you will have heard this discovery.
2: Oh, was I on mic when I was complaining yes. about Brussels sprouts last week? <laughs> They definitely smell – like, I think they're one of the few foods where the experience of smelling them is, like, 100% different than the experience of eating them. Yes. They smell like full-blown anus, like sphincter, intestinal tract. That's what they smell like. Mm
0: -hmm. But they
2: taste fine.
0: It is so good, especially sautéed, grilled. I will say that I used to not like them when I was little. And then my mom started making them as what she called – I think she learned it from her mom – Quote unquote butter balls, where she would just pour butter on them and heat them up in the microwave. And that's how I originally learned how to eat Brussels sprouts. And I was like, these Brussels sprouts are the best Brussels sprouts I've ever had in my whole goddamn life because it's basically a bowl of butter.
2: Yeah. Also, they're just little cabbages, which they're is. They're just tiny little fucked. cabbages. They're so cute. You're just eating baby cabbages. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the and...
0: abortion of vegetables. <laughs> okay. Next!
2: Quinoa! I still am not sure what quinoa is. It sounds like a curse that you'd throw at someone. <laughs> my studio apartment that I lived in three or four years ago, I ordered a salad with quinoa in it and accidentally spilled it all over my shag carpet. And no, it's there forever. <laughs> I was like, great. No getting that uh, out. Yeah. And then me and the... A host of bugs that ended up moving in along (laughs) with me. Uh, Really didn't like how that turned out. Grapefruit?
0: Just eat an orange.
2: Oh, one food I don't fuck with. Seeds. Sometimes I'll eat seeds and I'm like, who am I? (laughs) A fucking bird? (laughs) What am I? Oh, oh, am I going to take a bird bath next? Outside in a little shallow pond on top of a a pedestal.
0: You look so cute doing it, though. (laughs) flip flapping your little wings.
2: Yeah, I've been getting these like containers of mixed nuts, but then there's seeds in them too. And when I, by the time I fish out all of the nuts, because those are the best part, all that's left is the fucking seeds. And then I'll eat those. But I'm like, yeah, I feel like some type of small, a small animal, like a squirrel, a chipmunk.
0: God forbid you feel like a squirrel.
2: And finally, fucking carrots. All right? Listen, I like a carrot as much as the next Bugs Bunny. But I just, I think my beef my beef with carrots is make a choice. Well, who are you? Who do you think you are? Are you adult? Are you baby? Are you shredded? Are you a stick? Are you a little disc? Are you a waffle? Some of them have the waffle cut, the little like a ruffled chip. No, make a choice. I'll support whatever choice you make, but make a choice. In this house, you make a choice.
0: It's all carrot on the inside. I
2: don't want to be uh, closed-minded about carrots. Yeah.
0: So that's it for my... Real growth. <laughs> Real growth here.
2: Right. In the span of less than a minute, I came around. <laughs> I, I should also say I'm, I'm a big fan of bananas, especially in chocolate chip bread form uh Mm -hmm. blueberries i like oatmeal Mm -hmm. every morning i have that Mm -hmm. fuck it up with some brown sugar though (laughs) let's be clear (laughs) um yeah i don't want to say all healthy foods are bad um just pick your pick the ones that are delicious and then we'll get it over with and that's it for this week's deep dive next we have jordan carlos in the studio after this commercial break We here at Unhappy Hour hope that when you're listening to this pod, you're laughing out loud, and that you're not stifling that laugh because you don't like how your teeth look. No, ma'am! Well, with Smile Direct Club, you can get a smile you'll love in as little as six months, and I know I joke around a lot on this show, but this is no joke. All you need to do is visit SmileDirectClub.com to book a free visit and 3D image at one of their smile shops, or have an impression kit mailed to you. Then, you'll receive an email with a preview of your new smile, and once you get your aligners, one of Smile Direct Club's a duly licensed dentists or orthodontist will check in on your progress every 90 days. Get started without leaving the comfort of your home. Find out if you're a candidate by taking the free 30-second smile assessment on their website. Our listeners will get a free at-home impression kit with rebate and $100 off your aligners. Just go to SmileDirectClub.com podcast and use offer code UNHAPPY. Don't wait any longer to get the smile you deserve. Get $100 off at SmileDirectClub.com slash podcast with the code UNHAPPY. SmileDirectClub.com slash podcast. Offer code UNHAPPY. My guest complainer today is the hilarious Jordan Carlos. Oh my god. He's done everything. So many things. Written for... Larry Wilmore, Thank you, um, just was in an episode of Black Mirror, this is true, and is one half of Adulting yes, with Michelle Sells, yes, who yes, I yes. love so much. She was in that very seat.
3: She she was warm, yeah. Oh my God, I feel so special. She
2: took a break from being a mom. Yeah, <laughs> she she hung up her mom outfit and she came in,
3: and we did it absolutely. When when was that? <laughs> uh. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. Yeah. She's a whirlwind. She's a whirlwind. She's got the twins. She's she does everything in twos, she tells you. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. And she's also she's like my bestie in comedy. She I mean, she definitely is an inspiration for me. Like yeah. to keep going and to keep like to work every day and to like put in the hard work. Like I'm I'm like writing packets right now. Uh and it's hard. Yeah. All of it's so hard to kind of like keep convincing people and proving that you can make them laugh, you know? Right. I don't wanna do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Can people just <laughs> fucking, can I get a license or something? Like, I don't
2: know. Yeah. I feel like there needs to be like tenure in comedy. And when you reach it, you just don't have to do, you could do whatever you want. And they can't fire, they can put you in a
3: room. Thank you.
2: And not let you perform. Oh, but... I will
3: take a, a rubber room. Is there <laughs> like with teachers? Yeah, basically. I'm, I'm yes. with that. I'm with that. But uh, she, she, doing the podcast with her, every month or so when we are actually able to do it. Mm -hmm. It's just a special kind of thing where we get to come together, check in with each other, you know, see how we're doing on this path. I have, I have kids as well. I have two kids. Yeah. Six. You're a grown man. I'm a grown ass guy. (laughs) I have, I mean, like it's pretty sexy when I drive around New York. I have, Two baby seats in the back, right? People know that I go all <laughs> the way. What kind of car is it? We didn't cover it's a, that. It's a paid for car. It's totally paid for. Yeah, it's a Toyota Matrix. I only buy cars that are named after movies. Sure. Um, I don't yeah. know
2: which one. Uh, my favorite tweet ever is something <laughs> like, "I I never learned what breeds."
3: The breeds of cars are. Cars are, are, yeah.
2: And I feel that every time. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for. What the hell is a toy? I know. That's so
3: sad. I mean, I grew up in car culture, so I know every single one. Right. My wife, however, did not. She grew up here. She doesn't understand what cars are. She doesn't get it. She's like, are there four wheels? Are there three? Like, you tell me. I don't fucking know. Let's just, you're
2: from Texas, right? I'm from Texas. Yeah. Where the entire state is just one, like, (laughs) eight way intersection. Mixed master highway. I had to drive in Texas for for between two shows. I don't remember what. Where I was, it was maybe San Antonio and sure. like Dallas. Are those close?
3: Those are nowhere <laughs>
2: close together. Those San are like San Antonio, Dallas, <laughs> Houston. I don't know which of those were You're like. like now we're just and a half. looking for blue dots. You're like in a big red sea. <laughs> like please. Jeez. House? Honestly, at this point, I like punch in the address. Uh-huh. Not even this. It's just the street address of where I'm going. But it's that's trend, when yeah. I I spent an entire like 30 minutes probably at a single intersection in Texas because I kept missing the exit. I'm so sorry. And Google would correct it and I would just, all right, now I got to go back. And I just like kept mi- and it. <laughs> it's just like they're all there's too many options. <laughs>
3: I'm so sorry. And I'm
2: like, I'm from outside of Chicago. It's not like, oh. you know, it's not like I grew up in like a place where there's two roads that cross uh-huh. one another. I I I know no, how to drive. Have... Oh, of course. Although there is an internet thing where like gays don't know how to drive, and which I'm a that? little resentful of. Gays don't know how to drive. I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess we can't do math and we can't what drive. What the?
3: F- what is happening? Right and now? as
2: a license owning uh, former mathlete, I take.
3: Umbridge. Take wow, that's a good word. Yeah. I don't know if I used it right. No, you totally did. <laughs> did you I? Took, okay. You take umbridge. And what <laughs> I mean, the guy that cracked the Enigma code gay and could drive like like the fucking wind. Right, right. Definitely, but gay. I don't know if he could drive. He's British, so they're they, they that's drive with Alan. The other side. Alan Turing. Alan Turing. Yeah.
2: Yes. He had other problems to deal with. He had other you know, problems like, to deal like with. chemical castration. <laughs>
3: But through it all, despite, take the man's balls, but he was still great at math. That's true. Right. That's where we got, we got there from, So I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you, (laughs) I'm trying to, oh, okay. Know your history. All right. So, um. Yeah. And the one thing that we
2: we usually start with, uh, is we usually ask everybody, what is one thing you hate that everybody else loves?
3: One thing uh,
2: I hate yes.
3: that everybody else loves. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. This
2: is sort of like your
3: unpopular. Oh!
2: And you can take oh! your time as many as you want. We could go Don't through Don't do this list, to me. But it's, you know, you know an unpopular I, opinion.
3: My unpopular opinion? I generally I, en- I generally hate hype. Uh-huh. People love to get excited about it. It's all we have is anticipation. Yeah. All we have left is anticipation. Hype is the currency I can't of today. wait for the new thing thing to drop i can't wait for the cartoon i saw when i was a kid to turn into real life so they can do to turn into cartoon again
1: <laughs> you know well, like, yeah yeah
3: there's all that and have you seen that thing did you watch it did you watch the bachelor the bachelorette finale it's coming out did you 98 day beyonce did you watch that like all this stuff and like I'm i'm always like no <laughs> like because <laughs> i want to talk about other stuff i want to talk about Oh, I, 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 you know, I'm bad <laughs> at small talk sometimes. So yeah, I yeah. think that, that is
2: that that is like small talk go to is like what's being hyped right now. It's
3: the fuel. Yeah, it's the fuel. And I just don't. Kind I am not collecting the, the kindling. Yeah, it's really bad. And I see now that it's because I'm antisocial. <laughs> I'm like, this would probably make dinner go a lot smoother. Yeah. If I if I would just learn about all the characters on Vanderpump Rules. Right. And I just I can't do it. You know what I mean? Uh so I'll I'll be like I was just watching this powerful documentary about reconstruction <laughs> that I think that everybody people are like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking die. I'm going to yeah, die." Right. You have to be in the mood people people always I have to be in the mood for that which just means I'm never going to watch that. <laughs> yeah, no one's Why ever in, in, them,
2: the in the mood for just a good reconstruction documentary. <laughs> oh my god, there's so
3: many good ones. There's so many there, uh, there's one about Andrew Johnson and his impeachment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's I think really important for these days in HS, you but, know.
2: Yeah, it's and yeah. it's relevant. But
3: let's talk about the real shit. What is your what's your thing? What do you like?
2: Oh, uh, what what do I like? Uh, See, I'm
3: trying to be social. I'm trying to be social. <laughs> yeah. But I always miss it.
2: Um what am I into? I just started watching um high maintenance on
3: HBO for the first time. time. I watched that too. Why? So I could relate to people and talk to them (laughs) and understand the guy. And then But how
2: many things are you uh how many things do you think you partake in without enjoyment? That you're only watching because there is hype. So many.
3: Yeah. So many. Let's see. Because there are some
2: things, like, <laughs> you know, high maintenance, yeah. I, I watched it because people were like, you should watch, watch this. this. But also, I, like, genuinely enjoy it. Yes. I feel like I have gotten better at being like, I'm not going to watch this thing just because right. everybody is watching it. But, like, yeah, sometimes things are just, like, awkward.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Things are awkward. Things are so awkward. I mean, like I, I I think that the onstage persona that we that we put forth is definitely, you know, cultivated. Yeah. And like and good and you laugh every 20 seconds. But when people off stage, when they come up to me and talk to me, oh my God, I have like five things to say. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. And that's you're gonna run out of road. If people complimenting me, they're like, Oh, you did really great. You were so funny. It's like, you know what? You got a great you got great taste in comedians. That's all I have. Because <laughs> brings it back to me and it's so funny and then i'm like i'm like please let the interest drain out of you so that i can leave get right. paid. that's it that's all i want you mm-hmm. know what i mean i i don't i came here to talk at you right to talk to you i am so bad at it i'm so bad at that after and then like an industry person will come up and be like i'm so-and-so from you know uh, speedy light pictures and right i can't do the delicate back and forth yeah that you're supposed to i can't do that i'm like did you like what i did up there in the big room i was good put me in a small room i'm a fucking lunatic if you like that put me in the movie quit making me come to some room where people ask me no offense this is great water but people (laughs) ask me but of the different you know what i'm saying quit making me come to offices with ac yeah with oh god a, a lady in a nice sundress and, and I, I can't with the, there's a dog now in the office. I'm not prepared for all this. I don't know it's it's a weird thing. I think that because of this what what it's taught me is that I just have to make my own thing yeah and, and that and that because either you do you make your own dreamer people will pay you to create theirs for them right right so for me, it's just like I need it i and I'm doing a pretty good job of it. But it's like, I just have to create my own space, create my own uh, uh, content and things like that. And because fitting into somebody else's definition of what, you know, what they what they need, what they want. It's it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And so so I'm done so. Yeah. um it th- I'm I'm waiting for this podcast to say it. This is my coming out of being done with going in for these Headlines. dumb interviews. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it yeah. was it was fun. I mean, I I've had writing gigs before. Mm-hmm. They've been great. However, they are. I mean, it's like jaw clenched, butt tight. Like it's tough, man, out yeah. there in these streets. And you just there's so much drama and comedy. That's what I hate. I'm I'm really I know if you're wondering what I'm annoyed by. It's drama and comedy. People love comedy. Uh-huh. I hate the drama they're in. <laughs> all they see, all they taste is the sausage. They don't go down to the factory and see how it's made. Right. Because let me tell you how I am. <laughs> yeah. my experiences writing comedy are wild. Yeah. Just I mean, they're they're wild. I don't know
2: how, like, as as a fan and observer of comedy Mm -hmm. yeah you don't see the sausage being made you see you know you see the end result hopefully Mm -hmm. it's enjoyable but as someone who's like you know as someone who tries to participate in it how do you not lose
3: your goddamn faith
2: yeah (laughs)
3: because the check is huge
2: right check is (laughs) so big it's so
3: big and then you see people like i remember i was like uh I just wrote for this season of divorce, uh-huh and, and yeah. I really I had a wonderful time writing for it but every but I think the problem was I had to make a separate piece, which was like uh every week I would get this insane amount of money, but I have to deal with people mm-hmm. for whom either the that amount of money I, they were making thirty times that I made, right, and they were the most miserable, yeah, which is like. Crazy, <laughs> I which mean, is crazy. To
2: me. Yeah, and the then, amount and then, of money yeah.
3: correlates to the, the the misery. Well, I think it's like a glass that can be filled with anything with your anxieties, yeah. with your bullshit, whatever. You right, know? and so like that was. I don't know. I'm a weirdo, though. Like the more morose and dark you are and more like despondent uh-huh. about like whatever your situation is. <laughs> and, and if I'm we're, we're in the same situation, I'm doing great. I'd be yeah. awesome in a lifeboat. I'd be great. I'd be the one to live because the rest of everybody would be like, you know, whatever. It would be like life of pie. You would like, my dad's turned into a fucking tiger. Like right, whatever. Right. Like I, I, I would, I know I'm always like when people are excited, I stay calm. Right. You know, that's, that's what it is. I always, I take it down a notch. And so I was like, so Are I lucky? don't know if I'm yeah.
2: understanding the lifeboat, uh, a metaphor. So when like everybody else minds. is freaking It'll... out, you'll be like, chill. I'll be fine. I'll yeah, be chill. yeah. That's the moment like
3: where you're like the air in our lungs. <laughs> <laughs> so much water. We'll we can't drink us. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. As
2: yeah. Rose, lets go of your hand and you sink down to the bottom of the ocean. Oh my God. There just wasn't enough, uh, door. There was, there was, and it's been proven. What? But, um, uh, yeah, no, I'm not no, gonna. I'm no, not gonna no. steal. No, who was it? I? Feel those like those doors were thin. Those were French doors.
3: Those gla- <laughs> well, I, the glass cracked. Like... The whole
2: thing should have fucking sunk, or Rose should have.
3: <sighs> yeah, uh, you're right. I yeah. mean, <laughs> what a movie! <laughs> what a movie! What a time to be alive. <laughs> I feel. I feel like. I feel like this. Like, um, I'm a weirdo in that. In that. Uh, in that, I can remain calm in crazy times, especially in like Hollywood settings, because. I know that I'm getting paid a lot of money to actually not do real work. It's not real work. It's right. not real work. It's right. just not real work, but people will pour over it like it is real work. They'll be like, oh, what, what about the, what about the, you know, the, the relationship of it all? Or what about, what about the, what about the, uh, you know, the, the, they'll, they'll use these insane terms about the characters. I'm trying not to like give too much away. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what about the Eric and Maria of it all? Or, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, what is he just saying? You know, like I, I, I had no idea coming in, like yeah. what that kind of experience would be like. I just knew that I could get off on 26th street. I could take a bike there, took the boat to the bike, beautiful days in the summer. Would get myself a smoothie on the eighth floor. Martha Stewart was in the building. It was like, it was paradise. And you know what? True. Yeah. On the third day that I was there, I was like, I just want to be able to have fun. I was like, on the third day I was there, I was like, do you guys want to go to the merry-go-round that's right next door? And they were like, okay. So we went on a merry-go-round and then like we had a great time. But then after, People were like darkness, isolation. I was like, no, it can be amazing because you're not actually doing real work. Real work is like you know the people at like the corner, the intersection of like Crosby and Prince. They're like they have like you know they do the summertime like fucking um, jackhammering in the street with no shade.
1: You know, you know what I'm saying?
3: Down in Soho, that's work. I mean, to, to, to explain it to people that summer work, what we were doing was like bouncing shit off the wall and like having fun, you know what I mean? Or I was.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm better than others. (laughs) I mean, I always say like, you know, people will say, oh, this so-and-so is like the hardest working person in Hollywood. Like no one will ever say that about
3: me. (laughs) You're not? I, I get a feeling that you are hardworking now.
2: Uh you're well shaven. You.
3: I don't know why you think that. You're well groomed.
2: Well shaven. That's well shaven. I see no nasal hair people for those listening on. Well, that's because the mic, I'm hiding my nasal bush behind this mic. <laughs> There's probably a few that'll stick out. Um I mean But thank you. I I like how those yeah. are the two metrics. <laughs> I my my cheek is bare and I have no nasal hairs. <laughs> That's hard working right
3: now. You're you're tall. Yeah, you, you got that, a lot going for you, right? You you got a lot going for you. You know what I'm sure, saying? Yeah, I'll absolutely. take it. Yeah.
2: D- were you always that way, or was
3: was like, did you have jobs that you were like, this fucking? I've is always had dumb terrible? jobs. Yeah, I've always have dumb non. These jobs are not jobs. <laughs> a, a hard day's work in a cold beer would kill me. Yeah. I did all my work when I was a child. When I was a child, my mother, who was raised on a farm in Mississippi, uh-huh. would make us do all the gardening, all the weeding. All that, you know, like in Texas, so much scorpions, ants, other Texans could kill you out there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And right. we would do that in a hundred degree heat. She wouldn't care. We'd have like, we'd be passed out with heat stroke. would like, give him some salt. He'd be all right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, we were like, I mean, I remember like at one time, like my mom, like singing field songs <laughs> while I was like, Picking up thorny, we- I was like, "Why do we have thorny weeds, Mom? Uh-huh. What? What is this? Do Did you, know? you
2: get like an allowance?"
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're so. I love you. Uh, I'm I'm white. I uh, grew up not- in a white household.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, which is probably even more white, uh, yeah. is that my mom. We we didn't get paid in cash. We just there oh. was like a, a like a prize basket. <laughs> <laughs> A and it was prize just like, basket? all right, you did a few things this oh my week. God. You can pick from the prize basket. And did
3: you? Where did you grow in the Brady Bunch and Leave It to Beaver? How did you grow up? Like that is amazing.
2: Yeah, my mother always had an apron on. Uh, wow. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> she was like in her pajamas. I'd be making my sandwich in the morning. Oh, I, my favorite thing to remember is that I. When I was old enough that I could like make my own sandwich or like mm-hmm. lunch, I w- would make it in the morning but I never trusted the lunch meat. I was sure. a very uh yeah, scared yeah. child. And so I'd like I'd take the lunch meat to my mom and hold it under her <laughs> her nose while she was still half asleep and be like, "Mom, <gasps> sniff this. Is this okay?"
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that you have to you have to be in your head's on a swivel, but you know what? You're here. Yeah. They never got you. I was vigilant and Absolutely. that's why I'm
2: alive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> when when did
2: you start making your lunch? Second grade? Um, no, I think it was later than that. Fourth grade? Probably,
3: yeah, fifth Absolutely. or sixth grade. Did maybe. you ever put milk in your in your lunch? And then like see, Texas, there were so so many things you'd want to put in your lunchbox in the East Coast. You could put so much in your lunchbox and it'll keep. In Chicago, you yeah, am sure you could put shit in there and oh. it'll keep. We had nothing that would keep.
2: Because in Texas, you're going to school in in the desert.
3: Yeah, it would be as warm. By the time that you drank your milk at lunch, it would be as warm as blood. It was like so yeah. awful. It was.
2: Did you did not stank? have those
3: like insulated? No, the the little pouch were like an ice pack. Oh, goes the in. rich kids did. <laughs> I was like, Mom, please, can we have the pouch? She's like, What do you? What do you, you? Why don't you go join that family if you want your ice pouches? <laughs>
2: It's Terrible. What did you have for lunch then? Or you had the same? Sand. It was I tr- ate sand.
3: <laughs> no, I ate. I, I ate a, a lot of a lot of peanut butter and jelly. Sure, a yeah. A lot of. Keep. Uh, my mom was down with the wheat bread back then. Uh-huh. A lot. A lot of pe- Apple. Nice warm apple. Right. Nice squishy banana. Um, and some more milk to wash it all down with.
2: I feel like actually for most of school we had <laughs> uh, we had our own. Uh, you'd bring. You'd bring your food mm-hmm. but then there was like milk that you'd get you could get to school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cold milk. Yeah. Oh and I always judged the kids. I you know, when people would would put their mouths like too much on the
3: cardboard Absolutely. and it would get like gross moist. Yeah. Well, you could there was an etiquette to it. Yeah. You were either good or bad. You wanted to like you wanted you didn't want to make that 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 kind of like cut all the way down across the missing person's face you know what i'm saying because (laughs) how could you identify the person anymore (laughs) right yeah it's like a good like back in the day when oj would come in like in in (laughs) in those boxes it's like you had to Woo! You know, you had to get it right. <laughs> I don't know that, you, know that. You had to reference? get it right. Quite a, oh, you did, know what? I'm did sorry. OJ little travel around little OJ, a... little Tropicanas. Little Tropicanas I, can be like Fort Knox. I'm like, what the fuck I are we doing? I literally
2: thought you meant OJ Simpson was doing like demonstrations. Oh, I'm sure. Like traveling around doing demonstrations sure. on how to like open,
3: open milks. Well, probably don't want to squeeze the juice. You know, like that was probably his thing. He's like, don't want to squeeze the juice, guys. Right. I get it right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it all... And, yeah. It and some lady sense. would make him upset. That's the that's the part you didn't see. <laughs> yeah. That didn't make the cutting room floor. That and made the cutting room floor.
2: all you find is a pile of blood and some gloves. <sighs> a glove.
3: A glove. A, a glove. glove. A glove. Oh, uh, what were you even talking about? <laughs> I don't know how we got Texas. so. So here's the deal. So I did real work when I was a child. Uh-huh. Did real work and um, real like hard labor and then by the time i became an adult i was like i don't want to do that anymore yeah i just want to i want to use my wits and all and so i did advertising which is not a job right i did advertising for a long time was like don draper without all the you know um alcoholism and and banging women and all that stuff but um but (laughs) but but a lot like it uh yeah that's not a job that's not a job at all that's not a hard job that is a very easy job all you have to do in advertising is figure out people's insecurities. So if ins- if you're insecure, if you feel like um, take the insecurities and make them in- empowering. Uh huh. That's all people do. Look, yeah, yeah that's that's all p- wealth, health, size, whatever. Yeah. Take it, make it. So it. yeah, you made everybody fucked up. Uh,
2: yep. And now, yep. well, to be fair, everybody was already fucked up. We were already fucked up. Yeah. You just kind of like. Made it worse.
3: Well, I think the problem. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I think the problem was that people, you know, like we try to get shit off the shelf. Yeah. And, and so to do that, it also plays in with people being socialized to believe that um, buy, like you can buy your way out of your emotions and things like that. Right. So it's right. like so what it made me into was someone that just really now I don't spend any money. Very frugal. And like, there's holes in my pants all the time, which Michelle always talks about. I'm like that. Da- I couldn't wait for dadhood because d- dads don't have to dress up. No, you dads- can fully
2: yeah. embrace it in that moment. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I just look like a mile of bad road all the time, just like five pounds of shit in a three pound bag. Just That's like fine. I don't care. Yeah, you know I mean? I like, and so it's it's wonderful. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't moisturize. There's another thing that. So thank me. you for apologizing, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know how to be? A man of color and person of color and moisturize every <laughs> fucking day to go through that much, uh, 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 you know, whatever you name it, you know, Neutrogena, yeah, um, 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 cocoa butter, uh, 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 shea butter, you know, all these things. Like, we have to get up and like we shower and then we have to slab on a whole right, thing, right, which like everybody should be doing. Everybody should be doing, but we especially. Yeah. because it shows it shows up, and it's not it's no bueno.
2: I feel like yeah, I I as a gay, I am uh you know well well attuned to moisture. I have a <laughs> I have ten different moisturizers, none of which do anything that I've spent way too much money on. Yeah.
3: Um, let's see a, a wild transition. You asked you asked what makes me laugh, right? You were gonna were you gonna ask that? I'm like taking over the interview. Um, no what what does make you laugh? Restaurants make me laugh. Why? Because I'm you're so young how old are you uh 29 oh my god <laughs> I just turned 29 uh, oh my god Friday you were at the apex of your 20s yeah fuck off that's a prime year too 29 is a prime year look at you is it we'll see yeah no I, I I'm the, look, I'm doing the math <laughs> we just <laughs> talked about Alan Turing and gays in math okay come on yeah it's a prime stop edit that out edit that out that you didn't know it was a prime number oh I know it's a prime number. you asked me if it is.
2: I I thought you said uh that it's like a prime year.
3: Prime year? Prime I meant like number I thought year. you
2: meant like prime. Yeah.
3: I'm talking about we I got it. This got is for it. you. Mm-hmm. This is for you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why do restaurants make you laugh? Restaurants make me laugh. Because this is all, all restaurants? I have. This is all I have left. Yeah. Do you understand? <laughs> I have two kids. I can't go. Well, you probably pre-party at the restaurant, and then you're gonna go do something else, and people are gonna go to house of yes, and then maybe you're not gonna. Uh, I don't fucking know, but you end up on a rooftop, and you know, you know what I'm saying. I have the soul and joints
2: of a much older person, okay? <laughs> so I don't know what party a pre-party at a restaurant. The party is the restaurant. <laughs> okay, fine. I order soup
3: in the middle of summer. What? Yeah. Oh, okay, I like you. Chicken noodle soup and rice. I'm so excited to say it. I like a a creamy soup. You like a creamy. (laughs) And
2: that is. Why do you look deeply into my (laughs) eyes
3: and say that? (laughs) That my problem, and this is why
2: I have to be an old soul, is that like I now fully accepted that I'm lactose intolerant, um, and cannot. So it's like, all right, if I'm going to eat a creamy soup,
3: that's the night. That's like (laughs) we can't we can't make plans after a creamy soup. (laughs) So yeah, um, I okay, that's all I have left is restaurants. My wife always wants to find the hottest new, you know, restaurant yeah. in New York that's like inspired by mineral inspired. I went to one that said it was mineral inspired.
1: Uh, but mineral inspired. Mineral
3: inspired. Our food is mineral inspired. I hope so. What does that even mean? I think there's minerals in what you.
2: <laughs> I all hope of it. The periodic Everything? table.
3: I hope is present in this food. <laughs> that's, that's what, what it's doing.
2: So, yeah, I don't like when people say shit like that, where it's like, this is just the things that all things are made of. Right. It's yes. like, I know the example oh. I always give is when everybody got mad because uh the bread at Subway has the same stuff that is in like yoga mats. And it's like everything has the same what? shit in it. <laughs> you can say you can make everything sound gross if you just say the chemicals that we're all made of. There's carbon in this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but totally. also, like, yeah, you are eating a yoga mat. I'm not defending yeah. Subway. I mean, they're artists, we know that. But anyway, like, but I
3: I was just saying restaurants in New York are very much like They all are unique, so they're all the same, Mm -hmm. right? So um, we go to, to restaurants and like, I remember we went to this one, Olmstead, not now. We didn't go to Olmstead presently. Yeah. But like a year and a half ago when it was like, it was the hot mess uh-huh. on the fucking street. It was just like, <laughs> what's good? I'm fucking Olmstead. And you had to have like you know, Wikipedia to understand that Olmstead was named after Frederick Law, Vaugh Olmstead, the guy who designed not only Central Park, but Prospect Park, which he was oh, right down yeah. the street from. So don't fuck around with Olmstead, okay? like You either know that or you get the fuck out of my restaurant. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So it's like the preciousness of restaurants has hit a degree in my book that makes me laugh. So much, Olmstead was one thing we went to we went to uh, Ample Hills, which is right down the street, yeah, of course ample hills. Uh, I was on the phone with my friend telling them that I was at ample hills I was like i 'm at this ice cream shop, ample hills this guy goes it's on it's at creamery, <laughs> so I threw him out of the plate glass window <laughs> I understand I think it comes from a desperation. <laughs> That you would just be a mom and pop store, that you would live a basic, kind of normie life. Yeah. And that you would just have an ice cream parlor. Right. Have a restaurant. And that's it. That was your whole fucking life. But no, you, you broke the goddamn mold. Take what you know about ice cream, throw it out a goddamn window. <laughs> You're at Ample Hills now. You walk in and there's a well. Ample Hills. I remember like walking. In. I was like, Ample Hills. Why don't I know that? Oh, yeah. There's a Walt Whitman poem called Am- where he uses the line Ample Hills to talk about Brooklyn. And we walk in, and it, the whole poem is there. It's on the wall. They want you to know that they went to Oberlin. Do you understand? <laughs> they want you to know that they were art semiotics majors at Brown. Okay. Like this need for you to understand how special of a snowflake people are <laughs> is driving me out of my fucking mind you line. might
2: be the only person who noticed the the poem on the wall uh because uh, yeah i can tell you i've never f- i i'm there for the the cream and that is it <laughs> and then it's over because i've eaten right. dairy and i have to go home the whole thing gets back to the whole hype thing it's now like yeah restaurants rely on hype Yeah. Um, Well, we are officially out of time. Oh, my God. Um, What did we even talk about? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. (laughs)
3: Absolutely nothing? Good. Because
2: I was going to to ask more about adulting, but I feel like we covered a lot of adulting topics. topics. I think it's like,
3: I'll say this in closing. Embrace yourself. Be who you are. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Come to the conclusion sooner than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, but um, once you do, it's so freeing. It's yeah. so fucking freeing because nobody can do it like you do. You know, like I do my stand up. I, I follow people at the cellar all the time. People that are fantastic comics. And I'm like, I can do that, too. It feels so good to know that. And you know who lets me know? It's not, you know, Comedy Central. It's not blogs. It's not people on God. Who knows? On Instagram. It's just the people in the audience that tell me. Yeah. Yeah. The people from Topeka or whoever, the f- or from, from Williamsburg, doesn't matter. They tell me that's all that matters. And that is adulting. That's growing up. And letting go of needing other people's approval is super important. I think that's what we were, like, kind of, like, getting yeah. at. And, like, and just being yourself and wearing condoms. Whatever. Right. Yeah. And and getting tested. <laughs>
2: and if none of that works, yeah. just be clean-shaven and trim your nose hairs. I was and it went a long way for me. Everyone will think that you have your shit together.
3: <laughs>
2: so are Two approaches.
1: <laughs> two approaches. Well, thank
2: you. Before we let you go, where can
3: people find you and your work? You can find me, of course, uh, uh on iTunes. We will be um Dropping another episode of Adulting coming up very soon. And then I'll be on tour, Pop-Up Magazine.
1: Nice. Um,
3: That, the tour days drop very soon on the 20th of August. Uh, we'll be doing the West Coast. So we'll be doing San Diego, LA, San Francisco, Oakland, Vancouver. And then we're going to be going back east to Chicago, your hometown. Amazing. DC and then in and David Gavin Hall in New York. I'm really excited about that. Awesome. It's all a part of Pop-Up Magazine. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, and then, we're—I mean, just at me, Jordan Carlos. I mean, don't at me, but like, <laughs> get at me at Jordan <laughs> at Jordan Carlos on Twitter, Jordan yeah. Carlos official on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's me right now. Amazing. Yeah, living free. Well, thanks so much. Thank you, and we'll see
2: you next time. <laughs> <laughs> that's my way of saying oh, this like was it. great. I like yeah.
3: it. This is so much
2: fun. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad stuff go down easier, starting with the TV shows we've been watching this week. Barry, what you been watching?
0: Uh, still watching Mad Men. And then I started watching Bless This Mess. I was looking for another like 30 minute sitcom kind of thing. It's not going to get too dark. I just wanted to like throw it on while I do stuff. And um, Chelsea Devantes is a comedian I've worked with in like podcasting stuff before. And I just love her a lot. She's amazing. And she writes for the show. And it's Lake Bell. And Dak Shepard, and they're like a New York couple who inherit this uh farm in Nebraska, and they're like, we're gonna go, it's gonna be this incredible life. And then they go, and it's of course horrible. The cast is amazing. Um and it's fun. It's not like it it's the same creator as New Girl. Uh-huh. And it's very like cutesy. Yeah. Um, but there's some like funny jokes, and uh, I wanna keep watching it. I watched like four episodes in a row, so Yeah, it was. I I think that people who listen on Happy Hour would probably really like it. So, yeah, that's what I'm watching. And I think the second season starts filming soon. So it's going to keep going. What about you?
2: I oh and it's on Hulu I have been I've only seen the first episode but a black lady sketch show oh my god
0: I meant to watch that so I could talk about it I've only seen one of the skits
2: a black lady sketch show is on HBO it is exactly what the title says it is but uh everybody on it is hilarious and like so many people have been on Unhappy Hour are in it yeah. Quinta Brunson who I used to work with at BuzzFeed Ashley
0: Nicole Black
2: Ashley Nicole Black who I love and it's gotten like stellar reviews yeah deservedly um yeah, the first episode was super funny. I think it's Robin Thede mm-hmm. who's who like it's created like and ran. Thing, yeah. yeah, who I also love and who is yet to be on Unhappy Hour. Also Goals. went to Northwestern. So a nerd. <laughs> 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 She's probably done a better job paying off her loans than I have. <laughs> but yeah, it's super funny and cute. And um, yeah, every one of those people is hilarious. And together it is great.
0: Oh, Nicole Bayer. That was another person. Yeah, who Nicole Byer was on, was on was the on first the
2: episode. Yeah. Um, a bunch of people. Yeah. So watch it. What is your non TV chaser?
0: Um, well, it was with you. We went and saw Jack Novak's show. Yeah. Uh, Get on Your Knees. And I loved it. It was so good. And I'm going again. I bought tickets because <laughs> I want my boyfriend to come with and see it. Um, so that was fun. Also, just like, I mean, I go and see like comedy shows, like stand up nights and stuff like that fairly often. But I. I, I just don't go and, like, see, like, one-woman shows and, like, shows that aren't, like, giant Broadway productions. I was like, I got to do more of this. Granted, yeah. not all of them are going to be as good as that was, but right. it was really enjoyable. And also, uh, as as you know, joined a CSA getting, like, a plethora of food and fruit and veggies and stuff. And I'm, like, trying to figure out what to do with all the stuff, especially, like, Alex and I are going out of town, so we can't bring it all with us. So, we're infusing vodka with apricots. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I'm very excited about it. You just cut up some fruit, you throw it in the vodka, and you just shake it once a day for like three to five days.
2: And then you drink the vodka. Yeah,
0: you strain it and you drink the vodka. I see. And it's like apricot flavored. Right, right. And it's gonna be really nice.
2: Do you eat the apricots?
0: I don't think you should. But you could if you want to get real fucked up.
2: Yeah, I do. When do I need I'll not? make a
0: pie. I'll make an apricot pie, drunk pie for you. Good. Um yeah. What about you? What's your chaser?
2: Mine is uh compliments of this week's guest. I have been listening nonstop to Adulting, the podcast. Huh. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a crazy comedy podcast podcast guy who suggests another comedy podcast yeah and then you'll go and you'll listen to that and you'll fall in love with them and then abandon us because you can only listen to one
0: No, no 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 you can listen to so many
2: but yeah, um, we didn't talk a lot about the actual podcast with Jordan, but Adulting is uh, the podcast he co-hosts with Michelle Bateau, and they're both super funny. And it's mostly, I think it's all of them are live shows mm-hmm. that they do here in New York. And um, yeah, have it's like a live comedy show that they then turn into a podcast you can listen to. And yeah, it's super both of them are super funny. And their guests are like amazing. <laughs> like they had Vanessa Williams. Oh wow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Adulting is super fun. Love listening to them. I listened to it the other. I walked across the Brooklyn Bridge for Ooh-hoo! the first time. Uh, yeah, very frustrating. Too many people. But yeah. <laughs> last time I do that. Walking at a
0: <laughs> snails pace.
2: <laughs> yeah. And there's like bikes coming at you. Yeah, and there's and not a really violently defined. fast. No, it's very mm-hmm. scary and I mm-hmm. will never do it again. <laughs> um, but I listened to their podcast while I did it and it was fun. It. thank you for listening on happy hour you can head to apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher wherever we get podcasts hit that subscribe button then rate us and review us but all if it's nice i don't want to read your shit Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, and me, Matt Belisai. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hans Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai, And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter for all the latest podcast buzz. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye bye Why men great till I gotta be great. What is Swiss chard? Also, why are they Swiss? Why do the Swiss own that? You're gonna you're gonna tell me the Swiss have all these great things like a delicious sugary fish and also chard? Also, why is it Swedish fish and Swiss chard? Swiss is different, it's Switzerland. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized that (laughs) real time.